so we're back we're back to this thing okay so there's this kind of world that that i exist in being whatever i am i don't know brands contact me and they want to send me food and things like that Mm -hmm. but there's this term called better for you yes that's a that's a term yeah in in the snack food industry yeah it's a term that doesn't mean anything it means marginally better than the worst junk food no that's what it's supposed to mean it's supposed to mean like it, you know there's there's the very bottom which is just eating doritos and mcdonald's and the marginally better like for example there's mcdonald's and the the uh, allegedly better for you choice is chipotle it's slightly better than mcdonald's allegedly i don't know you know th- i mean there's some like really healthy granola stuff and they're like it's better for you you know it's a, a, a like supposedly better for you Lenny and Larry's because it's like it's a cookie but it's a protein cookie again it, it is a semi meaningless it's a marketing phrase yeah but how much sugar is in that cookie that's what I'm telling you it's better for you means marginally better than the worst and like one cookie is like like what wait, 14 servings no exactly <laughs> no I'm uh, I, I'm not saying it's legit I'm just saying better for you means slightly better than bottom. Yeah, well, anyway, that's sort of whatever uh, Orwellian speak for... Exactly, it's Orwellian speak. Yeah, yeah, for eat it now or something. No, it it means like delude yourself into thinking you're making a healthy choice so you feel better. Yeah, it's just trying to make you feel better. Well, anyway, all right, so there's this product, and I've always been kind of interested in it, and... Not enough to like, I really seek it out or I see it on the shelves. I go, hmm, whatever. I mean, if I was at some event or something and they were sampling it, I might have tried it. But, and I knew it was vegan, I knew it was gluten free. And it's this product called Ming's Bings. And a Bing is something that it's kind of an interesting Asian thing. It could be like a scallion pancake that's like wrapped with, with food and savory items. It's it like could a bao. It's not really a bow. It's more of a, it's more like a, I don't know, like a hot pocket, an Asian hot pocket. Okay. You know, and then uh, also Bings can be like more of a crispy type of Bing that has like, you know, more of a cracker shell. So it will be like a big wonton per se. And in fact, like I know the test kitchen at Panda Express, the one off of Pasadena, they sell Mm -hmm. Bings. And it's basically oh. like Chipotle burritos, you know. It's a oh, big weird. scallion pancake, and then they put all the, you know, whatever you want. You know, they put the tofu, what the uh, whatever, the sweet and sour pork, or whatever the hell in that thing. They wrap it up like a burrito, and here's a, it becomes a Bing. Instead of a burrito, it's a Bing. Anyway, so the reason why it's called Ming's Bings is there's this celebrity chef named Ming Sai. He's mm-hmm. been on the, he's like an iron chef. He's been on the, um, the food network and he, he invariably is on my for you page all the time, like feeding people Ming's Bing. So he must own okay. the company or the, he's the president of the company, but he has a financial stake in this company. I was interested in this product and, you know, I'm like, eh, you know, but, and then I remember Ming's Bing's actually contacted me mm-hmm. and they're like, can we send you product for a review? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't do that. You know, I mean, maybe I'll buy your product. You know, I, you know, you're on my radar. If I see your product, I'll buy it, you know, and I'll, I'll review it with my own money. But I want to do a objective review. You know, I don't mm-hmm. I, I don't feel I don't feel comfortable, especially when they're just sending me some food. I mean, it's, it's not even worth, you know, for me to prostitute yourself. Yeah, I'm not going to prostitute myself. 
<laughs> for a free bing for a free bing i it's just i mean if it's usually what will happen is if it's something that it's hard to find if it's i mean i could go to sprouts and buy a ming bing if but if, but if it's something like far flung very difficult to find like we make this and it's it's hard to find in a store or i want to give exposure to the product or i know something about the product this product the jury wasn't out about it i wasn't sure about it didn't i wasn't sure i like the idea of doing that kind of bing thing as a bing thing. you know breakfast dinner kind of thing or a quick a quick bite something you can throw in the air fryer real quickly out the door grab it like a breakfast burrito turnover hot pocket thing i think that's cool and i've been making stuff like that all the time on my channel you know i'll do like a breakfast burrito but instead of a tortilla i use a um, scallion pancake so you, you know I'll, I'll constantly do interesting things like that with uh, scallion pancakes because i think those are cool things i bake a taco out of a scallion pancake i love it's a simple thing but it tastes good and i, I really enjoy it so jason yes there's a lot of setup to the story and i'm waiting waiting for the tea there's no tea it's there's okay. no scandalous thing that happened after they offered you free bings no 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 there's no scandal so so what happened was i was at grocery outlet and i saw they were selling Ming's Bings. Bings. And normally they're kind of expensive. They're like seven bucks or something for two, like eight ounce serving. Hmm. Uh, or two two or eight ounce. I guess they're four ounces each. And so I went ahead and I bought the breakfast Bing, which had just egg and Violife cheese. And I heated it up and it was really greasy. It wasn't better for you. It was, mm-hmm. you know, it just seemed like it wasn't like necessarily something that I would get again you know I mean and I and I I gave it a gentle review I didn't I didn't say it sucked per se I said it was underwhelming Mm -hmm. um I felt also too you have to you have to heat them up for like almost 20 minutes in the air fryer so there's a really long it was long time for a greasy yucky anyway here comes the tea. What? How do you know there's going to be some tea? Okay. I just know. Why would you be telling me this story unless there's going to be some kind of backlash? This is what I, I want to hear the drama. Okay, I'm just going to read this article mm-hmm. in Forbes. Ming's size, Ming's Bings, has introduced a meaty addition to its lineup. A few years ago, Ming's Bings created a storm as a handheld vegan and gluten-free snack option from a celebrity chef. Now, they're about to create excitement anew by branching off into an unexpected but delicious direction. After several years of exclusively plant-based offerings, Ming's Bing's is now available with a selection of meat fillings as well ming's yuckies uh wait i have a question for you yeah go ahead this is in forbes is this an article or a press release because it sounds a lot like a press release. i understand it's on forbes i guess forbes is for sale apparently because it looks like they just copy pasted pr i know i know they did there's i don't think there's any real editorial value to this Okay, so they're going to put meat in their Ming's Bings. While they they're still will have a crispy, gluten-free wrapping with a vegetable filling, there will also be some with meat. Well, I'm glad you didn't take their free sample. The meat-filled Bings will start with four flavor options and will be made with 25% vegetables, remain gluten-free, nut-free, and soy-free. This is what Iron Chef 
Ming Tsai has to say. This is actually kind of interesting here. Our new meat-based Ming's Bings are available in four flavors. Cheeseburger, ham and cheese. I guess they're using dairy, too. They didn't mention they're using dairy, but obviously they are using dairy. Buffalo chicken and supreme pizza. That must have dairy in it, too. Nasty. Our meat-based Bings are better for you. <laughs> better than what? I know. French fries. Incorporate. No, like French fries are better for you than that. What are you talking about? They're not better for the cow or better for the chicken or better for, you know, the animals that are that are in it, but they're better for you, perhaps. I don't know. They're better for nobody. Jump in a lake, Mings Bings. Incorporating vegetables into each bing. Each bing is crafted with 20% vegetables. Our cheeseburger is made with cauliflower rice mixed in. So I've seen this kind of new concept where they're taking animal meat and they're mixing it with vegetables and saying, hey, it's healthy. It's better for you now. Health washing. Oh, listen to this one. No, I don't want to. Sai said incorporating the meat into bings came after a whole lot of customer requests. We listened, he said, sharing that they craft this line of bings based on feedback from both customers and retailers. They made it clear that they wanted an option with meat and poultry that would be good for their health, like our plant-based line. So I guess they're keeping their plant-based line, or they they I think maybe they're reducing their plant-based line. They did change their logo, and I haven't seen a lot of their their plant-based stuff like super. It, it's it, so instead of so some of them say plant-based. And then some of them say chicken-based, and some oh, say um, meat-based. I'm over everything. And Just then the last it. bit, he, there's like a little cherry on top, he says here at the end. Uh, well, anyway, the cherry on top is he's like, oh, we're, we're even thinking of putting seafood in them. Ugh. So anyway, yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, I do think that the, the concept is, is that they made this product that was vegan, that was no. allergen free, that was gluten free, and they, they they tried to dominate that particular market, you know, that particular place. And it and, sucked and nobody wanted it. And they're like, let's try to do something different. Throw in dead animals. Yeah, but but I definitely tried the product and for the okay, okay, for the price, it seems like a low quality product. Like yeah. like you could go to I don't know, the 99 cent store and get egg rolls like for a dollar forty nine or so that taste better or much more interesting plant based experience. Actually, you know, you can put them in the air fryer. They'll heat up pretty quickly. These guys, you got to put them in the air fryer for 20 minutes. They're extremely greasy. If they had just worked on the product and tried to improve their particular product, they wouldn't have to pander to the meat eaters, the poultry eaters, or whatever right. whatever customers that they listen to. Yeah, they think the problem is veganism when, in fact, the problem is them. The problem's their product. Yeah. Um, but again, maybe, I don't know. I mean, there could be a lot of different reasons. Also, too, I think it's hard to open a product. You know, also, you know, you know the thing about this Bing thing is Bing. it definitely needs a lot of PR interaction social media education because the product itself is something that unfamiliar is to be unfamiliar to a western audience right and uh so so you couple that with the fact that the product really isn't that good 
could also be a reason why they're they're going ahead and selling meat bings as well. A mutual friend uh, online who shall remain nameless said that usually what happens is is that a lot of vegan companies the last thing they do is bring meat into the situation. That 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 means they're like on their last legs. Like yeah, that's like their downward spiral and they're like desperately trying anything and then they're finally like okay, meat yeah, just just I mean, we'll open ourselves to everyone, but then they alienate the audience that, or you know that 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 maybe patronize their their products. I mean, so I mean, That's we we've seen we've seen probably this with, an insightful thing, yeah, yeah. We've seen this with products, we've seen these with restaurants, we've seen this with a lot of things. And then speaking of survival mode, I just wanted to bring this up. I don't want to talk about it too much because I talk about it too much. I mean, Beyond Meat is in a really bad place right now. I think I sent you an article about it, but a lot of people are describing Beyond Meat's situation as they're going into survival mode. We're all in survival mode these days. (laughs) Yeah. What do you think of Beyond can do to improve their stake? Well, I... I think they're doing it. They're kind of cutting their superfluous products that didn't really fly and focusing on the ones that, you know, their core products, like cutting out um, that jerky that you said was horrible. I thought it was fine, but, you know, I don't listen to me. Um, no, they listen to me. Yeah, they listen to you. Yeah, well, I mean, They need to they tag do? me on their their decisions so I know that they're actually listening to me. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think, um, you know, obviously they they can keep, pursuing partnerships which doesn't always work but maybe if their pricing was more reasonable it would work and um you know they what do you do you like unfortunately what does a company do when they're in trouble they lay off employees and try to get the existing employees to work like more productively that i mean this is sad this is probably what they're doing and then they focus on their more profitable lines and they, they go into like basically they take on a defensive position I mean, I, I want Beyond to succeed. I don't want them to fail. As do I. <laughs> Both as a stockholder and as a person. <laughs> On that note, Mike Keller, Beyond Meat stockholder, what did you have for lunch? I haven't had lunch yet. Okay. I'll probably microwave another vegan tikka masala, which now that Trader Joe's is down to so few vegan options, I've been eating a lot lately. They've introduced some um, omnivore items. I, I was there walking around. Yeah, a great. Bunch of new omnivore, uh, omnivore items. That's like the, we're we're just getting squeezed out right and left is the problem. You're just gonna have to learn how to cook. Ugh, I guess learn how to cook. I, you know, I I thought air frying was easy. I was so impressed by what you taught me, and okay. I barely ever air fried even. What about if like toasting some bread or something? I could do that. I should do that. Why don't you get like, I mean, I know they have Trader Joe's. They have the uh, Impossible Nuggets. I think I have those. You can yeah, air fry stick those. Them in the, stick them in the fryer, the air fryer. Yeah, I'm on board. What did you have for lunch? Regale us. I ate a bunch of curry that was like leftover. Nice. It wasn't anything that great. And then I had, um, I mean, it was good. It's just, I, I think I ate too much of it. And then um, I tried the new life. Trader Joe's. Stuffing flavored potato chips. Oh, I tried those in the store. Yeah, those are not bad. Yeah, no, I liked them. 
They were good. I enjoyed them. I liked them too. I did the Thumbs I did what up. you call a live tasting. So I actually tasted them on camera for the first time. What did people comment about your live tasting? I haven't posted it yet. I mean it's so it live to live. Me. What do you mean? Oh it's live it's oh, real time. I thought it was okay, got it, got it. I mean, I guess I could do go live and go, I'm tasting this. One day we'll do that if you want. We can do a live tasting. Yes, I would love that. Any anything that involves me eating food, I'm on board. Also, I've been sending you a bunch of emails with guest requests mm-hmm. of like real people, like real okay. like important people that want to be VIPs? on our podcast. Yeah. So who do you want to who do you want to invite? 